You have to fail in order to succeed. What, what I'm feeling right now is temporary. Your mental and your physical is connected. You got to pull your own self-love. Being an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. You're working for yourself. I used to never shut down. It was the biggest challenge of my life. It's something that we have to keep, you know, fighting for. The answer is always within you. You Asian whores are more dirty than a dog. And I was like, wait, did that just happen? So because of that, I always felt like I was never good enough. The number one motivational speaker under 40 in the world. Got one billion views. Hey guys, welcome back to the Law of Attraction podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. I am in Los Angeles with a beautiful queen. She has just flown in. You're definitely going to recognize her from Netflix TV show, Bling Empire. She is the executive producer on that. She is a top entrepreneur. She helps with businesses that have a cause. She has helped so many people all over the world in so many different ways, relationships, mental health. This chick is on fire. She is a force to be reckoned with and I cannot wait to introduce her to you today and hopefully answer some of your questions that you have got around how to build success, how to find happiness when you're going through obstacles and challenges and failures. Because as we know, a failure does not mean a failure. A failure is just a step on your road to success. Welcome, beautiful star, Kelly Neely. Natasha, I am so happy to be here. And what introduction. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. I'm just so happy that we could get you here for a few minutes and Look, you know, people have, they've seen you on this show. They see you at big events. It's the Oscars this weekend. You know, you have so many incredible things going on in your life all the time. What I really want to dive in with you, you know, you're my girl. So I like to go, you know, yeah, deep and let's, so let's, like, do let's, let's do it. Let's do it. How did you overcome your first really big failure? Like the proper obstacle where you wanted to give up that moment when you were like no okay you know what i i can't do this in fact when you even probably threw the towel in for a day or two maybe a month what was that thing and how did you overcome it it's so funny when you said that there's a couple of things that's popping in my mind you know business related as well as obviously relationship just because i think relationship was something that broadcasted on international television and the whole world was able to see you know I guess what I went through, right? So I think, you know, let's let's talk about with my relationship, you know, my, my old relationship that everybody saw on the season one of Bling Empire. Um, you know, it was something that career-wise, people was like, okay, you're doing so well. They respect me as a career. But then personally, I was just falling apart. Wow. And personally, it was something I was trying to hide. But I think being on the show was such a, it was the biggest challenge of my life. But it was also the most most rewarding because when I put it out there, I couldn't I, I, I don't know what the I didn't know what was going to happen. I don't know how people was going to react for And I don't know how my mom was to react. The people I do business is going to react. But it worked out. It worked out. And I think that's, you know, it's fear. A lot of things is based on fear. Love that. So fear in my eyes is false evidence appearing real. What's fear to you? How do you? deal with fear fear before was the failure 
you know, because wow. grew up in an Asian household and my mom was an Im were immigrants from another country and she put everything in the line for me. She sacrificed so much. So I was so scared to let her down. And the image of I have to be perfect all the time, you know, and nothing was ever good enough. I was so scared to fail. And plus my whole family are um, in the medical field. They're, they're all MDs, PhDs. So my mom pressured me so much that I dropped out of college to do my own way. I want to be an entrepreneur, but it was more in the line, you know, of there's there. I was like, I was so scared to fail because I was so scared not to listen to her to get my doctor degree, become a doctor like everybody else in my family. Um, so yeah, I think that that was it. But now I learned a little bit. You have to fail in order to succeed. I love that. You have to fail in order to succeed. Whatever you're going through right now, just know a problem is a series of smaller challenges that you need to overcome, right? Have there been times when something's happened and let's say in this relationship you went through, were there moments where you had to look at it with a different angle? What did you do in that moment? What were those, and somebody in the audience right now is, is going to be able to help, you know, this journey. I'm reading this book at the moment by Dale Carnegie. And it's called How to Worry Less and Live More, I think. Anyway, I'll get the name right. But How to Worry Less is the first part of the title. And in the book, he says, when you're worrying about something, it will it literally can kill you. Can you die from stress and worry? That's how I manifested my um, illness when I, when I was unwell a few years ago. And uh, I was so stressed. I, you know, I've been in a dark place and I manifested a bad illness in my body because whether you're thinking super negatively or super positively, you're going to attract that into your life. It's like you're a super positive person. So you've created a life of abundance and ease now, yeah. but it doesn't mean we don't still go through challenges. So in the book, he says, when you're going through something, you're worrying, you want to write down the worst three things, one worst case scenario of what you're going through, like what's the actual worst case? What could really happen here? So it becomes out of your mind and onto paper. So now you're no longer, oh, what if, what if, what if, what if you just know actually that is the worst case. I like that. Two, you accept it. You just say, okay, I accept that's the worst case. And number three, you now write down how you can better the worst case scenario. So what can I do to actually better that scenario? And so was there a method? Was there something that you remember doing when you were in that dark place? What was it? So I loved everything you said. It was great because I'm like taking notes yeah. already. But I think for me, what worked for me was also making a list as well. I had two lists. One yeah. list is stuff that I can control mm -hmm. and the stuff that's out of my control. Then I focus all my energy into the things I can control and the rest of it, just let it go. Wow. You know, and like you said before, I didn't realize it this way before was that your mental and your physical is connected. So when you're mentally not doing well, it affects your physically. Wow. You know, when sometimes, you know, I always have bad back, you know, and then I uh, end up having sciatica at a point in my life that was very, very painful. And, you know, my friend sent me a book about how 
it was about how your mental is connected to your pain. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, my bad because I, I you know, I just pulled it. I sat wrong. I, I slept on it wrong. You know, sciatica just from, it just from my back. But it was because the stress I was expressing mentally that was coming out physically, right? Absolutely. And you, you know that. And I, I didn't learn this till way later on in my life. And now so I'm like, thing. yeah, you know, sometimes so, it's not worth it. It's not worth the stress. It isn't worth the stress. <laughs> the stress will age you. Yeah, it absolutely. literally adds wrinkles to your skin. It absolutely. literally... I now look in the mirror and I'm like, no, this is not worth worrying about. It's not worth me adding 10 years of my life yeah. onto how I look on top of losing 10 years of my life. Yeah. Because when I was ill, I, I aged 10 years, 15 years. I was, I was in a very bad place. My biological age went up and you can, you know, do tests to prove your biological age, which is incredible. This is interesting with your illness. Yeah. That was clearly a massive setback for you. That was something that you had to face. Yeah. What did it feel like in that moment? How did you feel? Um, at that moment, you know, health is wealth. Without your health, there is no wealth. You can't enjoy anything. When you're sick, you're like, I'll give everything to stop this pain and stop, you know, feeling this way. Um, obviously, what I experienced wasn't as bad as other, you know, others. Um, but it was something, it was a... It was, a, it was something I'm like, okay, I got to change something in my life. At that time, I was living with my ex at the time. And then it was still under so much stress at home. That I ended up moving out of my own home to be at a girlfriend's house to recover, you know, during that time. Because I was like, I just need to remove myself from this environment and be with me. And somewhere I could be quiet and peaceful. And then I can figure out. Um, so, yeah, for me, just I realized health is wealth. And that's it's nothing worth it, you know. Wow. Wow. Well, I relate to it deeply because when I was unwell in my darkest time, I really thought I was never going to escape it. I lost my sparkle. You feel like you lose your sparkle. And we're both really bubbly people. We show up in what I call full sparkle. So we're like, when that sparkle's not there, not only do we feel less of a person, but everybody around us doesn't get our best. If we do not show up in our highest every day and show up with our full force and show up for the people in our business, show up for the business, show up for ourselves, guess what? Not only do we miss out, we're doing an injustice to the world because everybody around us is also missing out. And then as you love talking about causes, Think of all the charities that are missing out. Think of all the people in the charities, the children, the adults, the animals, the environment that is missing out because you do not show up in your highest. One of the things you kind of mentioned is, you know, with... um, You said so many good things. I'm like, I'm like taking notes on all the stuff I want to talk about. Um, One of the things you talked about is showing up for yourself. Yes. I used to always think put others before me because that's you know growing up in a culture and being a woman as well you're like you want to put others before you yeah and then i realized i had a codependency issue on caretaking because wow. other people's f- fulfilling other people's needs first valid uh, val- validated <laughs> fulfilling other people's needs first validated my my worth right interesting however you got to put your own self-love and self-need first because you can't pour from empty glass. If you can, if you're not the best version of yourself, you can't give it to others as well. Yeah. And the people around you. So what you said was exactly how I feel. Girl, this is so powerful. I love what you said. 
about validating your own needs through other people's. That is such a powerful statement. That's what you felt like you had to do. And I guess that makes sense to where you are today, to the person that you are today. Do you feel that the steps you've been through, the negative moments, the failures, the things that you have been through, do you believe they are a reason for them happening in your life, A, and that they've helped you where you are today? Oh, absolutely. If without the failures, I wouldn't be where I am, right? Without putting my first therapy session on international television. You did that? Yep, did that. That was my first therapy session um, when I went with my then boyfriend. Um, but we filmed it for Blame Empire. And, but doing that, it was, without that, there was no way. I, I, I realized about therapy, about mental health, about self-love, all that stuff. It was because of that moment. And after we wrapped, I started going through my journey for mental health and just realizing there's so much knowledge out there. Yes. And without your mental well-being and without you feeling good about yourself, nothing else works is the foundation what do you do for self-care what do you do to make sure that you don't stay in those negative moments because you ever find that something great happens right we celebrate it we get the the, you know you get the next show filmed or signed whatever it might be you hit a great win with the with your one of your businesses whatever it might be we hit something incredible and then do you ever find you celebrate it for three hours maybe go for dinner But now, when something bad happens, oh, you think about it for days. It consumes you. You celebrate the bad thing. As such, you are all immersed in this bad thing for days. What's the difference? How come with the good thing, we are, let's go, next one. We're like, boom, on to the next one. We're on a momentum train. But with a negative thing, we allow it to take us down. Yeah, yeah. I, I, exactly what you're saying. I think one of the things for me, what I do is that I pause. Right. Sometimes we don't get to celebrate the wins, even the small wins. We have to celebrate the small wins. We don't appreciate it because we're like, oh, this just happened. That's great. You know, let's move on. Let's move on. Because I think as humans, you crave for the next high. Right. Yes. But you have to pause. Sometimes I, I, I love to spend a long time. That was one of my problems before. I hated a long times. And that's also why I got into a lot of relationship that maybe wasn't right for me because yeah. I don't want to be alone, right? But now I love being alone. <laughs> and pause and just look around. Appreciate everything that's happening to you. And when you have that appreciation, I think you enter, you can pause time and celebrate that a little bit. And when you're feeling down, think back to those moments. I'm like, you know what? This is all temporary. What I'm feeling right now is temporary. And it's going to get better. I love that. The words temporary is so powerful for me. Because when I was unwell, standing in the mirror, I remember this vividly in South Africa. I'd got out there for a wedding and I was standing there looking in the mirror. And as I was looking in this mirror ill, I remember sitting with my medication in my hands thinking, I just want to overdose and die right now. I've lost my full sparkles. One of the darkest moments of my life. And I remember putting on a Denzel Washington motivational track. And as I started to listen to this song, this music with his voice over it really pounding saying this is like not it's not permanent this is temporary i would repeat those words to myself and be like this is only temporary what you are going through is only temporary and so whoever's listening to this today we're both saying this to you the word temporary whatever you are going through whatever failure whatever obstacle it feels horrendous in the moment but it is only temporary like 
the rain. It passes. It's temporary. Even if it lasts for a longer season than what you expect, it's only temporary.、Yeah. Everything must change. It's like water. Everything is constantly fluid, and energy is constantly moving and evolving and changing. Absolutely. So, what self-care routines? What do you implement for your mental health and your well-being every day? So, one of the things before is that I used to never shut down. Because being an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. You're working for yourself. So you email me at midnight, one a.m. I'll probably answer, you know. But nowadays, Sundays I don't work. Sundays is it's my my self care day.、Um, I take it. I, I I I don't respond. So people that work with me, they they learn that Sundays kind of leave me alone.、Um, and then I think also taking time. Pause during the daytime.、Yeah. I like to take when when I go on walks with my dogs. That's that's when I when I when I have my my moment and I don't bring my cell phone with me.、Um, another thing that I implemented was before bed, hour before bed, I don't look at any social media. I don't look at the news, and I just I read or something like that to kind of calm down, you know. And also like. Not feeling guilty to take time for yourself. I used to feel so guilty when I take time for myself. But whatever you enjoy doing, take a bubble bath, put a fa- face mask on, you know, listen to music and dance around in your living room. Whatever it is, but taking that self time and time for yourself is so important. I love that. I think that's one of the most powerful things that we are coming into <clears throat> today in this world. We are realizing the power of self-love,、mm. and the power of love is unlocking such incredible things around us in our own lives. Because all of a sudden, we're realizing happiness is not from without; it is from within. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Everything we find comes from within. Everything we want. Ah,、uh, so you're the same. You, you know, you're, which is beautiful to see that. However successful you are, you're still human, and you still do things. Yeah. What causes are you passionate about right now? You said that everything you do is cause based. Yeah. Now it's led by something greater than you.、Yeah. Tell us more. You know, recently, obviously, the the cause that I'm extremely passionate about right now is Asian hate crimes. Unfortunately, you know, like it's easy to turn a blind eye on what's happening. Sometimes when I look at social media and then when I look at the news, sometimes I'm like, oh my god, it's too much. I, I don't want to read it. But without knowledging and you know and awareness,、yeah. if you just keep ignoring it, yes, nothing's going to get changed. So unfortunately, right now, you know.、Um, There's a lot of Asian hate crimes that's going on, and it's not something that's new. People are like, "Oh my God, this just happened during a pandemic." No, it's been happening for a long time. But of course, because the pandemic, it has increased a lot.、Um, so that's something I'm obviously right now. I, I am. It, it speaks very, you know, it speaks to my heart. So、um, I partnered up with a. Uh, a nonprofit called Hate Is a Virus recently,、wow. and then we started a community action fund.、Um, I've personally matched the first twenty five thousand dollars to kickstart a fund, but we have raised over a million dollars now. So to go, you know, and it's still, we're still at the very beginning of、yeah. it. It's not something that's going to change tomorrow,、yeah. next month, next year.、Yeah. It's something that we have to keep, you know, fighting for. But at the same time, it's something you know, we're all we're we're all human. We're in a human race.、Absolutely. We shouldn't hate on each other. And you know, discriminate against each other. Love really is the answer. You know, we have to love. It's our brothers and sisters. I know. You know. I know. Just wanted to jump in here quickly and say I am so excited to announce that my new book, "Be It Until You Become It," is out in August, and you can get your hands on a pre-order copy right now. It will be delivered to you when the book is released. But right now, you can pre-order that book and. 
I just want to give you something as well as getting the book as a gift from me to you. I am giving away a bonus Be It Until You Become It program with video content worth $500 right here as a gift for you for free for downloading and buying that new book today. When you get a copy of that book, just make sure you go back and put the receipt into the Be It Until You Become It book.com website where you'll be able to receive your free gift. And there is so much more epic content coming up for you until the book is released. Be it till you become it, as you can hear in the title, is about becoming the version of you that you want to become before you become them. It's about the neuroscience behind the law of attraction, the ancient wisdom behind the law of attraction, and everything that goes in to you becoming that best version of you. It's my 12-step manual, the guide that I have done to become a best-selling author from being broke and homeless to living in my dream homes. I was a single mom only three years ago. This is the bulletproof method that I have used to get to where I am now. You see, life is a movie. You get to choose your character and write your script. So who do you want to be? I hope you enjoy the book as much as I enjoyed writing it. The link is below. That is so powerful, Kelly. I love how you are doing something greater because when we think about why we're here, it's for love, for happiness, forgiveness, to learn these beautiful things that we have in our world and also to do something for the greater good. Of course. What's your why? Um... My why is, why am I here, right? Like, we have one, our, our life is really short. And for us, if we're just self-serving and we're not leaving something and doing something that's going to better the generation, then it's like, what, why? Girl, you speak my language. I always say, you know, I want my MBS method, my meditational behavioral synchronicity process, which is a form of meditation referred to as three as therapy in 15 minutes. It's like a similar thing to NLP, if you want. And people are doing it all over the world. And what's amazing about it is it's something that will live on for many years, even after I'm gone. And I do not want to have my name necessarily as the thing that carries on. Great if it does, but what I want to do is leave a legacy. So thereafter I'm gone, humanity is better. They can use the MBS method to transform their own life. And I, I love what you're doing because you are going to change the course of history for Asian people in particular here with your mission you're going to stop the hate you've put in such a big fund to stop the bitterness and the crazy issues we have in the world and you are going to be a change maker in that i think that's something to be very proud of actually it's beautiful really you are a big inspiration and that's greater i think than anything probably that you're doing in any other way you're doing incredible things but this will be the thing that rings to your heart, to your children and your children's children. So your children's children do not have to face what you have. Yeah. And this is another thing around the word failure as such. Yeah, how many times have you have you been subject to any sort of abuse? Like have you ever had like Asian hate happen to you? You know, it was funny. I, I talked about this recently in a um an article that um that I wrote. Um I think, you know, my experience was very little compared yeah. to some of the right. some you know the others have a face. Um, living in Los Angeles, I thought we're in a big city and we're a very you know culture. I would like to say city. Um, I was walking at the Grove. I was me and my girlfriend was walking at the Grove and we had our dog. And then this person 
was on a bicycle, by the way. But it just happened so sudden. It was like, it's like you Asian whores are more dirty than a dog. And I, I was like, wait, did that just happen? Who is he talking to? And I was like really confused. But you know, went away. But it could be something that's verbal. It doesn't have to be something that's you know physical. But you know, um, it happens. One of my other co-stars on uh, Bling Empire um, had somebody throw water at him when they were driving by. You know, and he was walking on Santa Monica Boulevard in West Hollywood. So I was really surprised that it happens in a city like Los Angeles. Imagine other smaller cities. So when that happened afterwards, how did you handle that and not let it rot in your heart? Because a lot of people carry weight yeah. grudges and it's hard to forgive the person who's hurt us, even though you don't know that person. You know, when I was sexually abused, for example, it was very hard to let go. I didn't know the person, you know, on the... The main time I've had a couple of times of sexually abused, but the the main one, I would call it that event. I didn't know the person, so it was very hard to almost forgive this person I didn't know. Yeah. And I spent years carrying that with me, which again comes out in ailments in the body. You know, I still get this crazy hives type rash on my leg, which I think is associated to the illness that I had, and it comes up every time I'm stressed. I literally had it the last three days. So how do you? not let things like that run in your heart yeah i think you know for me um for first i'm really sorry that happened to you uh, i'm sure it was super traumatic um you know for this instance it was more like you said i don't know the person and i don't really take it personal yeah for me the first the first thing is like did that just happen to me and then accepting like wow that was i just experienced a hate crime in a sense uh but the second you know you you just brush it off because there's nothing I can change. There, I can't change that instinct because it's already happened. Yes. What I can do is speak about, yes. speak up about it, and change other things in the future so other people have experienced it. Um, you know, but obviously, what I experienced was not as traumatic as a lot of other people. And unfortunately, you know, with some of the stuff and you know that happened recently, um, you know, I'm sure you heard this. This lady got she was on a subway subway station in New York and she got pushed off the subway. Um, and she passed away. And same thing with another lady. She got stabbed going back to her own house. Somebody followed her and stabbed her to death. Goodness. You know? me. And this stuff was happening. It's coming out so often, but mass media hasn't really been covering it. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know, more Asian focused news. So, you know, awareness is the first, first step. Speaking about it. Yeah. You know, and then. You know, it's a movement that not one person can change. It's all of us. We have Absolutely. to. Absolutely. Standing to together. Yeah. I totally agree. It's about people coming together and uniting. It's about us versus the problem instead of you versus oh me. absolutely of course it's yes. like that actually i think in relationship don't you yes, find like you probably learned this now from what happened yeah. with your first relationship relationship is about and my husband always says it to me right when we fight he's like pause baby he's like yeah. this is us versus the problem yeah yeah it's not who did it wrong did you do it did i do it? is it your fault is it absolutely. my fault yeah and i look at those I don't call them fight. They're, uh -huh. they're disagreements, whatever. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But look at them as an opportunity to learn. Uh -huh. So there's an opportunity that presents itself so you guys can learn more about each other. So can move forward. Like you said, it's, 
you guys yeah. versus the problem. Absolutely. It's not you guys versus each other. No, I love that. It's, it's so it's so important. I think when you start taking that different angle, that different viewpoint on relationship, mm-hmm. it transforms. Absolutely. I was in a crazy relationship before, you know, I was single for three years before I met my husband. I'd really had enough of like what I thought in the world. I was like, I, you know, there's just too many people out there. Actually, it was me. Look, when you do this to somebody, you're the problem. Actually, one two three fingers are pointing back at who yeah at me so then when you see that you realize quickly i'm the problem so what do i need to do i'm copying and pasting the same relationship uh-huh. in different clothes in a different body until you go okay no it's me i'm attracting a narcissistic personality yes yes, yes. i am not i'm clearly not healed about something inside of me i believe i'm worthy of being treated like oh you yes, know yes. i always say to people let the dog shit in the house and it will always shit in the house like you just have to decide to become a better human in your own way, become the best version of you and magnetize somebody who's in alignment with you. If you are half human, because you are not, as you said so beautifully earlier, if your cup is not full already, what do you have to give to the world? We want to give back to the world in our relationships, in our business, in charity, philanthropy, in many different ways. But we cannot give or attract good to us until we feel amazing, until we feel empowered. We are giving ourselves self-love and have self-worth. Mm. Have you always had a good self-worth? No. Good. I love your honesty. No, that's a, there's the not answer. one. No. There's not one person yeah. who has ever said yes. One, one guy actually came on and said, yeah, I've had a good self-worth. But no, it's it's true. Who you know? Yeah. No, I learned that late, later on, and also you know, digging deeper on why. I think a lot of time we when we feel things, we're like, oh, this is the way I feel. But asking yourself, why do I feel this? Why does did that trigger me? You know? And for me, it was because you know, growing up in the Asian culture, wait, you have heard of Tiger Mom? Yeah. Okay. So Tiger Mom basically is. Did that, you have a Tiger it's, Mom? It's that, it said nothing's ever good enough. Yeah. I, you, you know, when you like, let's say I remember, I, 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 I always remember this, this, this incident when I studied so hard on a test and I did, and I was like, mom, I got 90 on a test. I worked so hard. It's an A. And she's like, why don't you get a hundred? I'm like, but it's the same thing. Like it's still an A. And she goes, but you know the difference. So nothing was ever good enough, uh, but it's not uh, because uh, it's the way she is. It's because that's how she was brought up yes. from generation to generation. Yes. That's the way our Asian culture was. So because of that, I always felt like I was never good enough. Wow. You know, and then later on, I learned self-worth and self-value and, you know, and that's when I realized it. Um, but one of the things you mentioned earlier is about relationships. It's always easier to play the victim. Yeah always easier to play the victim but you have to think what can i do and control what can i control in this situation right um you know with my with my past relationship as much as easier it was his fault it was his fault it was his fault but i made the decision to stay in it absolutely and when you're strong enough and you all you can do is focus on yourself that's all you can control so when you're learning stuff about yourself and you're fixing yourself so you're become you become stronger and you're, this is the, this is how I should treat myself. And that's how what I deserve to be treated. Then you realize, hey, that's not somebody I want to be with. Doesn't mean that he's a bad person. You know, doesn't mean that I'm a bad person. We're just not right for each other and be mature about it and leave. 
Powerful. That's what you can control. You can, you can control if you want to stay in that situation or do something about it. So what would you advise for someone watching today who is in a situation that they don't enjoy, maybe in a relationship, maybe in their business? What would your best advice be in three simple steps? I think the first step is really evaluate. The answer is always within you. Yes. You know, it's great to get advice from people, but at the end of the day, you got to sit with yourself mm -hmm. and be with yourself and mm -hmm. say, hey, what do I want? Uh -huh. The answer is always within you. Uh -huh. Number two, focus. What can you change? What can't you change? Uh -huh. And number three, focus on everything on that list that you can change that's within your control. Wow. Wow. That's such powerful words. Let's talk about the show for a minute. Okay. I love it. I'm so excited because loads of people obviously seen it on Netflix. You're the lead star in it. You rock it. Everybody adores you. You know, you, you, and the coolest thing of all, you actually executively produced the show. I remember you and I were sitting having dinner the other day and I didn't realize that you were actually a producer on it. It was, you know, even more blow away. How did that idea even come to you? It came to me. Um, I'm sure you heard the movie Crazy Asians. When I read the book, I was like, these are fictional characters, my friends. Oh. Um, and at that time, I, it was it was many many years ago. At that time, I really wasn't a producer. I was in the entertainment industry, but I wasn't producing at the time. So, start seeking out partners and putting projects together. It did take a while, but Blink Empire, what it is today, it's really an army of people, <laughs> wow. of other producers, wow. of you know, Netflix giving us a chance and then the cast. So it, it's really everything had to be in line in order to be the success it, it, it is today. It's amazing. Um, what's your favorite part of something that you've had happen on the show or something that's yet to come or something that we can look forward to? I think, you know, what makes our show really unique is the chemistry between all the cast. And we've all been friends for so long before, and you can't fake that chemistry. And we, we generally have so much fun on set. Our crew is amazing. So it's really just like, it's, we're so comfortable there. We know that we're all like, our mission's all the same and aligned, you know? And I think that's what's the most beautiful thing, is that we, we all have this vision where, hey, we want to put one of the first all-Asian cast show on a mass media and then teach people about the Asian culture, but also talk about, and, and obviously the, the fun, the party, the blame, but also teach people, also just sharing with our lives with people on real life problems, you know, relationship problems, infertility problems, um, you know, finding real parents, you know, adoption, abandonment, it's those insecurities. So talk about issues that everybody can relate to. I think that is powerful. So actually, it becomes more than just a reality show. It becomes something that's relatable to anyone watching and they can learn from these issues. And again, it just goes to show, it doesn't matter who you are, we all face trials, tribulations and problems. And we, it's all about how we transform those failures into moving forward, into our success. I always say to people, do not judge me by how many times you've seen me here standing up. Judge me by how many times I have fallen mm. down and stood back up again. Yeah, absolutely. That's where to look at. Absolutely. The amount of times I fell down, the amount of small wins I had to have, to have big wins. Yeah. Like you were saying earlier, give yourself love for those small wins. Okay, before we go, what's your superpower? I love to ask people, we each have a superpower. What's yours? I think mine is a little bit similar. You have this too, vulnerability. Wow. 
because you know being vulnerable and being real not just to others but to yourself it was something i learned later on because sometimes it's easier to be like you know you almost you're not even vulnerable to yourself yeah but my and i would make up things in my head to make things like okay even though it wasn't Mm -hmm. but being vulnerable and sharing that i think is a superpower that is amazing kelly we have had the best time having you on girl where can people find you if they want to come and stay in touch with you instagram instagram is probably the only thing i can handle right now it's just at kelly mealy so kelly uh, kelly mealy guys if you're watching on the podcast right now the links are all below make sure you tap that go over to her page tag her in today's episode if you've enjoyed maybe she'll repost some of her faves i know i will repost some of my faves so you guys be going out to quite a few million people there and we look forward to seeing you again miss kelly you are a gorgeous queen you're i mean just getting to know you every time a little bit deeper a little bit deeper showing that vulnerability you are inspiring the world i truly believe you are here for such an enormous purpose and you are paving the way for the asian community across the entire planet so thank you no my god thank you for having me i love you girl guys thank you so much for tuning in today if you've enjoyed this make sure you share it with a friend because when we share we grow when we share we get to experience it with somebody else it's like giving them a gift for free so share this with your friends rate and review it means the world to us that you've spent your time here today thank you so much i do not take one of your ears for granted it means the world to me i'm your host natasha graciano and i look forward to seeing you again very shortly i hope you enjoyed today's show as much as i did thank you so much for listening in i'm so grateful to each and every one of you for spending your time here today on the law of attraction podcast and for those of you that write reviews from the bottom of my heart thank you thank you so much to every one of you because it's through your words that this show grows it's through your time and sharing it with friends that this knowledge can go viral that this wisdom that we share here on the show can reach hundreds of millions of more people all over the world who also are looking to improve their lives to better their lives in some way so thank you so much for that i hope you enjoyed it and make sure that you hit subscribe if you're not yet a subscriber so that you are able to get all these shows delivered right to you twice a week every single week and we always have the coolest rock stars and guests on this show so no doubt you're going to enjoy the next one as much as you did this one thank you so much for tuning in my name is natasha graziano make sure you hit that link and get your free gift below where you can take away something and practice it today thanks again